Hey, what's up, Blazer fans? Welcome to We Have a Take, the What Podcast. I am Tara Bowen Biggs, and I am so excited to be here today with two people making their debut. I love summers. I love it when we have time to like get to know people. And these are two folks who I've met on Twitter, and one of whom I've given a lot of my paycheck to. Welcome to Kaylee and Eric. Kaylee, you might know as Proto Plutonian on Twitter, and Eric as Shoes and Boots. Welcome, you two. Oh, thank Hello. you. Thank you. I am so excited to get to know you. Uh, but before we do that, with this podcast, we start with an icebreaker. And um, as someone who recently has been getting a lot of packages delivered that with blazer gear in them, <laughs> I'm wondering, um, what is a piece of blazer gear that you are really looking forward to wearing this season? And it's okay if you have more than one. Hmm. Should you go first? Um, sure. Um, um, like before we were back to doing in-person games, you know? Um, I was like, you know what I should do for the first game back is like get blazer shoes and blazer socks and blazer shorts and a you know jersey or whatever and a hat. And it didn't quite happen. It almost happened. So that's that's what I'm looking forward to doing is just like blazers literally head to toe, <laughs> whatever it is, you know. Yeah. So that that's the goal anyway. Yeah. Head to toe is just an amazing commitment. I oh, yeah. That so yeah. Much. My yeah. sister gave me some uh, Blazers Converse shoes, and it has, like, the Blazers logo on the tongue. So, yes. so you know, it's getting there. Yeah. I do think you need to work on making a more cohesive outfit, though, because it does <laughs> kind of – the stuff he has is kind of – he looks like a five-year-old that's very excited. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> watch the that's, maybe that's what I'm going for, you know. <laughs> just go to – what I really did is just go to – Ross and be like, what has a blazer logo on it? I'm yeah. buying that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would say mine, I honestly don't own that much blazers gear because I'm a relatively new fan. I've only been a fan for about three years. Um, and I'm a college student, so I don't have very much money and lots of, you know, sports things are expensive. Um, however, I do have the um, like one regular blazer shirt, but I mainly wear that for pajamas, but I have the one that I made, um, which is the Rip City one. So I'm yeah. excited to wear that one, but I'm also excited to make more things because I recently got a heat press. So I will be able to make more like wearable things. So, yeah. You're going to start making more t-shirts and stuff. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. You're going to have so much of my money by the time. This is <laughs> well, yeah, I, I, I appreciate it. <laughs> Describe the Rip City shirt for folks who might not have seen it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, so it's Rip spelled R period, I period, P period. I'm um, like, rest in peace. City. And then it has a um, Grim Reaper on it. Um, and then the tombstone, uh, there's a tombstone situated in front of the Grim Reaper that says Lakers. Or does it say, no, it, says it says losers, losers but in the Lakers font? because yeah oh that is brilliant and i the, didn't i thought the, it was just lakers but that's even more brilliant. yeah 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 and yeah. the grim reaper's face right oh that's yeah the, yeah the grim reaper's face is a pinwheel um <laughs> so yeah it looks pretty pretty cool yeah <laughs> <laughs> i love it it's so great it's 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 awesome and i'm kind of like surprised that there hasn't been more riffing on r.i.p i know yeah, I don't know. Why 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 not? 
it's right there. Yeah. <laughs> right there. Right there. Well, um, I have, um, uh, for people who may not be on Twitter and don't know Proto-Plutonian's work, mostly so far that's been amazing stickers, like holographic <laughs> stickers, see-through stickers, sparkly stickers. I got the one T-B-A-G-T-W-T-C, yes. which is going to win the championship. I've got that on my Prius because I shop at new seasons and there's like 900 gray Prius <laughs> in the parking lot, but that way I can spot mine. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's fun. I, um, yeah, I started out with stickers. It was kind of an impulse decision to start making them. Um, I seriously, I think I watched one YouTube video. Um, and then I think the next day I bought <laughs> yeah. a new printer and like a cutting machine and I was like, let's do it. Um, and yeah, the blazer stuff is, is the stuff that I've sold most of. So that's kind of, you know, why half of my shop is dedicated to blazer stuff. Um, do you remember which, what were the first blazer, uh, stickers that you did? I think it was the trade Jody one. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think it was the trade Jody one. <laughs> now more than ever. Yeah, yeah, it was like it was like near the trade deadline, um, and I was like, I just got the idea for it, and I was like, that'll be really fun. And I think you know the day one was the next one because I, I figure that's you know, mm -hmm. the more obvious first first sticker yeah, choice. Yeah, <laughs> that's the one of him looking in the camera uh, in response to Aaron Ventress. When he, I can't yeah. remember oh, which yeah. question yep. he that was asked. That so great. But yeah, yeah, I love that one. Well, yeah. one of the things that I'm looking forward to wearing. Um, is, uh, well, I, I bought a lot of shirts this summer. They just kind of like, they were so good. I just bought the champion, the summer league championship. Oh so yeah. I, that one's awesome. Cause I had the first one. So like, I have to have a matching set. <laughs> yeah, um, and I just keep buying Nurk merchandise. And for like a long time, I would have told you that like, I had a really like love, not love hate, but just like, it, it's been a real roller coaster for me and Nurk. Um, but oh, when yeah. I, yeah. when I open my drawers, full of nerdy merchandise. <laughs> That's like, awesome. Right now I have Unleashed the Beast on. Oh, nice. nice. <laughs> just like, and when I go to the gym for a long time, the trainer thought I was like really into like working out. And I'm like, no, this is yeah. like, this is I hate working out. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's amazing. Awesome. Although shout out to Coley Strength. They're awesome. I love it. I love it there. Um, cool. But also the other thing I'm looking forward to wearing is my Josh Hart pin, which you made. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I love it Me so too. much. Yeah, that one. Yeah, I am very excited to watch him this season. Yeah, me too. Like, because he was great last season, but yeah. you know it was kind of a hopeless situation, and he was a bright spot mm -hmm. <laughs> in the dark cloud. Yeah, but, yeah. There, there are so many guys I am excited about this season, which was yeah. a yeah, lot different. Time. This time yeah. last year, I was trying to learn everything that I could that was interesting about Cody Zeller. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely man, I'm sure. Uh -huh. Yes. Limited. Yeah. Limited stories that I can find. Yeah. He, I, yeah. I don't know much about him, but he kind of seems like if mayonnaise was a person. <laughs> You're going to put it on a sandwich, but. Yeah. Yeah. It's an, it's an important piece. You like it, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. Um, well, okay, before we get too deep into talking about this year's team, I want to know a little bit more about you two. Um, and specifically, like, how did you become Blazer fans? I don't know who wants to start. You all can figure that out. 
we could do uh you go first in order of years yes yeah <laughs> um i became a blazer fan when i was when i was pretty young uh i actually asked my mom recently i was like when when did we like go to a game or something you know and they took me to a game when i was probably in i don't know the second grade or something like that uh and i guess apparently i didn't like it because it was too loud um and so I was like scared of <laughs> the games uh but then somewhere around like fourth grade or so I just got like really into basketball I think just partially because it was fun to play you know so it was just like shooting around uh at home and stuff like that uh and got really into basketball around then like fourth fifth grade and we would go to some games and my parents had season tickets like off and on one year they would and you know another year they wouldn't um and it was all like in the the really terrible <laughs> seasons you know they were like the worst team in the nba and all, <laughs> all this stuff um you know like i guess that would have been the like 2001 or something like that um but i didn't really care it was you know it was just super fun and it was uh just fun to pick a player, you know, uh, you know, oh, Travis Outlaw, that's, that's my guy now, you know, and just like root for the, you know, eight minutes Travis Outlaw would get in his rookie season or whatever, you know. Um, and so, yeah, just got super into basketball around then. Um, and uh, then Brandon Roy came and that kind of like took what was already like, oh, I love the Blazers, even though it's kind of this rough time. Um, and then it, it became fun in a different way because then all of a sudden you've got Brandon Roy and LaMarcus Aldridge and then Greg Oden and just kind of that whole excitement, you know, around what the team might be and all that. Um, so, yeah, those were kind of like the the formative <laughs> Blazers years were going from those those pretty not very great teams to some some really exciting teams, you know, some really exciting seasons, yeah. I remember, what I remember about that period of time was the sort of the escalating urgency of the messages from the front office that were like, stay with us, stay yeah. with us, yeah. please, for the love of God, don't leave. Like, right. no, yeah. And I think it culminated in Rise With Us, and I, those, of course, right. were the exact, but those are like what they're like, taglines always felt like it just felt like yeah. every year they were just more and more desperate <laughs> totally <laughs> yeah fans <laughs> yeah please for the love of god <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we're still here <laughs> please don't go yeah yeah it was totally it was totally like that you know i don't think i was totally aware of it like when you're that young you know at least at least for me it was like i i don't know if this is literally true but it felt like looking you know, I would look at the standings at the end of the year and I'd be like, we're the worst, <laughs> you know, I didn't, I didn't care that much, you know, I would still, you know, there was one season where I think it was like the last game of the year and the Blazers weren't close to, you know, having a shot at the playoffs and Kobe hit a buzzer beater. It was like the 82nd game of the season. And like, I was devastated. Why? I shouldn't have been, they weren't making the playoffs, you know, uh, but you just kind of, don't you look at it differently you know you're like looking at that one game that was really fun and not really as concerned with like 
oh, we're the <laughs> 15th seed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, uh, someone who's pretty much uh, for a really long time, you've been a friend, you've been a fan since you were a kid and Kaylee, you said that you came to it a little more recently. So what's your blazer fandom story? Yeah. Um, well, Eric and I have been together for about four and a half years now. And, um, I didn't become a blazers fan until about three years ago. I think the date is, was like November 2nd. 2019 was my first game um, and it was finals week and I have a habit of when I'm really stressed out of like finding a new hobby and becoming obsessed with it <laughs> and just like any way to progress like one year yeah. I got really into gardening um, because I was procrastinating on finals um, and I was I thought for sure like because I went to the game just to get out of the house and to you know blow some steam off and um, it I thought for sure that it was only going to last like a month because most of my interests like that are very, they're fleeting. Um, but yeah, no, it, 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 I kind of just got obsessed. And I think, um, I think what really like grabbed my attention is just like how much you can see the players emotions and reactions and stuff on the floor because I I'd never, I mean, I've been to like football games and stuff when I was growing up, but I was never interested in sports. I was too goth for that. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. And it's just like the whole culture around the team is kind of what really drew me in. Um, because, yeah, for me personally, I'm my basketball IQ is not super high. Like I, people talk about things all the time and I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, but it's really, it's the people, um, and really, I feel silly saying this, but like the vibes of the team are really, really important to me. Um, and I think that's, I think the Blazers are pretty unique in, in, in that way. And I think that's why I've stuck around. Yeah. That, that was like a fun game for like, if I remember right, like the personality of it. Cause I think that was the game, right? Where like, Ant hit what you thought was going to, or what I, what everybody thought was going to be the game winner. Oh yeah. You know? And then I don't even remember who it was. It was Philadelphia. Oh, it was yeah. It was, yeah. Was it Corkmans? Yep. It was Corkmans. Yep. You know, hit a three and, you know, devastating, but it was also like that kind of personality thing because it was what Ant's second season, you know, and they had like been hyping him up mm. and then you see him hit that three. It was so exciting. You know, you yeah. kind of see him get excited and all that stuff and then I don't know it's just kind of yeah I think part of that personality thing yeah seeing Dame like argue with the refs <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah. just like oh this is fun yeah. this, there's some drama to it I like it mm -hmm. my my husband and I like he got me into basketball um <laughs> I was also in school and probably also procrastinating <laughs> um but uh we actually like we planned our wedding. We got married on a day that the Blazers were in the playoffs against the Sonics and they beat the Sonics on our wedding day, which is perfect. <laughs> Amazing. I don't even want to think about what happened if they not beat. Them. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then we on for our honeymoon, we went driving around the Southwest, like Utah and New Mexico and that whole area. And the next round of the playoffs was against uh either phoenix or utah 
And so, like, we would stop at bars and watch the playoffs, like, in sort of enemy territory. Yeah. It, was, it was really fun. And, like, we, awesome. we, we would go camping, all these places. And then I remember we were in a campground. They were in the Western Conference Finals. They lost to the Lakers. And we were like, time to go home. Mm. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. The trip is over. Yeah. 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 Wow. Um, but he's not, at this point, he's not nearly as into the Blazers as I am. He like he likes mm-hmm. to go to a game. It's fun. Sure. Yeah. Um, you know, he'll watch it and he'll like, like, I don't know, like, he will like not pay attention for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. And then all of a sudden he'll just like pull some statistic from some random game out of the air. <laughs> that like i study so hard to try to remember everything and it just like right through me but that's funny he just has like an extra cupboard in his brain somewhere right where he keeps all that stuff well it's also probably because you have so much information in your brain like the limited amount for him is probably easier to keep track of yes let's look at it that way yes let's look at it that way well so what i'm curious about is like are you two sort of fans in the same way? Do you feel like you approach it differently? You know, mm. how does that work? I think I think I think we're pretty different. I I mean, we're we're fairly we're not like super different, but I think my experience coming in much later in life to a team that for the last three years has not done well. <laughs> um, I think um, I take it less personally when something like when something doesn't go well with the team or whatever, um, it definitely affects him more. Like if we have a a really tough ending to a game, he's definitely like, it impacts him more. And I'm like, I don't know, you know, it was was still kind of fun to watch. And he was like, no, it was terrible. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, that might be right, which is probably, oh man, that's probably saying something. Cause I was like, I was thinking like, I've become so much less invest, not invested, but less maybe emotionally invested, mm-hmm. but maybe I haven't. <laughs> you're, I mean, you're not too bad about it. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, I know people who have sat on the bathroom floor and cried when their team lost. It was an Alabama right, fan. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. I think that's, that's probably pretty, pretty right. Yeah. You know? That's- yeah. That's and also assessment. like yeah and he has like the history and you know more of a basketball iq and stuff like that so he's i, I think he like he has he has more fun with like you know the analytical side of things and i'm just like i if i like the person on the team i that's all that matters <laughs> like, mm-hmm. i'm just like i don't know it's fun to watch this person like everyone seems to be getting along and as long as we're like i care about competition but it's not my number one priority um yeah 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 I do think that my basketball fandom has changed though like more that way you know mm-hmm. so I feel like at some point maybe like I don't know four or five years ago or something uh I think that's also why I wasn't like day one like oh you should come to a blazer game with me like <laughs> right now you know what I mean because it was like like at that point it was kind of like oh yeah I like the blazers a lot maybe it doesn't need to be the only thing I like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. um, so like, I feel like it's become almost like easier to be a fan of the team in general, you know, like maybe a little less emotionally invested, but more 
um, more able to like be excited about just like anything the team <laughs> might do, you know, mm-hmm. any, any fun thing that happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you find yourself like um, telling stories of like old, like plot lines about the Blazers that maybe she missed? Like, oh, this guy, when he was here, like, I'm trying to think of, like, like, you missed the whole Nicola Batum era. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, like, there's just so many great stories that you have yeah. years to catch up with. <laughs> See, he, yeah, he does that constantly. <laughs> um, yeah. You do. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And you do it with t- players that weren't even on the Blazers. And I've, I, 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 I just can't get into watching other teams play each other. Like, every now and then I will, but, like, I my basketball fandom is like exclusively the Blazers and in Blazers starting three years ago. So, so I'm like, I'm really invested in like Gary Trent Jr., Larry Nance, like all, all of those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And it's like, I will go back and watch some of the older stuff. Um, Cause I, you know, I think it's important to know, but like, yeah, I'll he, be like, let me tell you about Tiago splitter. Yes. <laughs> no. yes. Yeah. And he's like, you should, you should look at this video from this guy. And I'm like, okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah well when you when you do decide there's lots of rich stories to to get caught up on yeah i i, I mean yeah. i i am more interested in the blazers past than anything else but he yeah, just pull, I still he probably, pulls out information from other teams that i'm just, yeah i probably too often like <laughs> almost definitely too often i'm like i remember brandon roy and then <laughs> you know <laughs> and reminisce on that yes yeah well that was awesome to get to know um how y'all came to be blazer fans and i hope that um you know maybe sometime if you guys make it to a game we can see each other or i yeah yeah we used to have we used to have meetups i don't know if we're gonna do those again but those were Hmm. awfully fun to to watch the games with folks uh but let's get into a little bit about some of the things that have been going on um yes it's the off season and today's the finals for the drew league so i i gotta think that after the drew league is over then basketball is really gonna be over for a while <laughs> although Eurobasket is coming up and oh. yusuf nurkic oh, really? is gonna, yeah yusuf nurkic is gonna be playing in it um or oh, cool. he, he's at least on the team um and that starts in september um like all these like luca's in it um mm. uh well, there's like a big, there's like 34 NBA players who are going to be playing uh, Eurobasket, and I would love to watch Yusuf Nurkic play, but I also don't want Yusuf Nurkic to get hurt. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> so, he has his glass bones. I mean, you got to let him do what they love to do. So, yeah, totally. like, I don't, I don't want to hold him back. And he seems to be having a great summer, um, mm-hmm. and he seems to have, be having a really fun time playing with that team. So, I hope it all goes well. Uh, but anyway, recently the NBA announced the schedule, including, of course, the Blazers schedule. How do you guys feel about the like dribble, dribble, dribble of schedule release? It it seemed pointless. I, I was like, you're trying to make this a thing, and it's, I mean, it is a thing. But like when you when you can't see the bit, the whole picture, it's hard to, for it to mean anything. Yeah, it's kind of weird, isn't it? Yeah, because it's like they. Um, and the only reason I know much about it, because I don't, I don't look into that kind of thing very often, is just um, like the Blazers Balcony podcast, because they talked about the schedule and how it's changed compared to recent history. Because I've never followed um, basketball, I think, 
almost at all in like a normal season where the schedule like it was how it normally is yeah. mm, that's true um, yeah so 2019 yeah then you've only seen chaos yeah, yeah. it was late yeah. when it was late 2019 too uh -huh. so yeah yeah that's true i yeah it, it was kind of weird maybe i just didn't pay attention in other seasons but it did seem kind of almost random how we would just hear about this <laughs> this this yeah. aside from christmas i guess it, it was, hear about a random a random game here and there and then you know the next day there's the whole schedule yeah kind of odd i don't know yeah it seemed like they were trying to you know build up hype for it and i'm like it's a calendar guys like <laughs> it's not that yeah. exciting yeah not even 50 no <laughs> and like what are we gonna do about it anyway yeah yeah like, yeah 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 like oh what do you know <laughs> yeah the only reaction is oh okay yeah <laughs> the things that that um you know really seemed more interesting to me is like how much more time they're spending on the road at a time and like they're lo lo spending like they're at home with more back-to-backs um mm -hmm. and that seems like it's ideal for the players and their families and stuff but um the national broadcasts being so low yeah. seems so strange to me yeah i do wish they had more national broadcasts because i feel like dane like pretty often goes off oh, on, yeah. a, on a yeah. national broadcast on like on tnt or something yeah yeah i'm hoping that as the season develops they'll change the schedule around but like only have a oh, three yeah. Like that's insulting. <laughs> yeah, it kind of is, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. Anything that's gonna piss Damian Lillard off. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, true. that's true. Yeah. yeah. Mad mad yeah. mad Damian is yeah, uh, that's like... an enemy to Wood on the fire is what yes, 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 exactly. yes, he always says. Well yep. and like uh, so much of it is just like manufactured drama. Like, you know, people complain about like the drama of the NBA and I typically like enjoy a lot of the drama of the NBA because yeah. I like stories. I like storylines. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, you know, I think the whole thing with Kevin Durant is fascinating and the whole thing mm -hmm. with, you know, Kyrie Irving, even with Russell Westbrook, I think all yeah. that is like super interesting. Um, but what I don't think is interesting is ESPN telling me that I should really care about these specific games around Christmas because nobody watches <laughs> the NBA until Christmas. Like, right. <laughs> it's really weird. It's yeah. just, they're just like tr telling their own stories so that they can hype themselves up. And it's just kind of like, okay, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Seems, seems silly. Yeah. I can get overly excited about the newest KD rumor, but I can't really... Uh, you know, I see the tweet and I just keep going. There's not <laughs> anything else really to be said about some random game on a Wednesday. Yeah. If it's not gossip, I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <that's> <laughs> they did a couple of interesting things um, that are like, uh, I thought, well, like, for instance, the not having any games on Election Day and mm -hmm. like that bringing a awareness to Election Day by having all the teams play the day before. And I think that's, you know, that's a direct effort by the players and the league, you know, to try to have social impact. And, yeah. yeah. Shout out CJ McCollum. Yeah. 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 Um, and so, uh, so I think whether or not it works, whether or not they do it again, I, I think that's important for them to try um, and, and bring awareness there. The, the one sort of like um, gimmick thing that they do that I'm not like really on board with or convinced is interesting is the um is the rivals week week the what the they're having rivals week 
So, oh, I didn't even hear about that. Yeah. So the week of January 24th, they're supposed to be having like all the rival teams play each other. Let me just like, if you, if you were thinking of a team, uh-huh. okay, Eric, you've been around for a super long time. If you were thinking of two NBA teams that are rivals, who do you, like, who comes to mind? You could maybe go Lakers Celtics. Not on that list. What? I know. I'm looking at Boston, Miami, Clippers, Lakers, Brooklyn, Philadelphia, Memphis, Golden State, Chicago, Charlotte, Dallas, Phoenix, Memphis, Minnesota, Toronto, Golden State. I'm just reading this to make sure I'm getting this right. Yeah. Brooklyn. Oh, Lakers of Boston. That's the last game. So I was wrong about that. Okay. Okay. Okay, Lakers of Boston. But even that is still a little funny because that's more a historical thing than than something that happened. What's the Blazers? Oh, Oh, yeah. Did they play? No. They don't play anybody. We don't have any rivals. They're not listed. Yeah, they're not. They're not listed as rivals. Who do you guys think would be the Blazers' rivals? Well, I mean, for me, it's always the Lakers. Yeah, the Lakers definitely. But uh, who could you go with? Maybe more recently. Golden State, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I also just don't. Denver. Denver. Oh yeah, that makes more sense too. Denver or Utah going historically. Yeah. Utah. And plus I'm just so sick of Utah. Yeah. <laughs> Personally. Yeah. I would I would like that. I once asked um uh this guy Anthony Irwin, who does locked on Lakers. Really great dude, super nice guy. Uh he was a guest one time and I asked him about like, what do you think about the Blazers Lakers rivalry? And he laughed so <laughs> hard. <laughs> He was like, you guys are not our rivals. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, I never thought about it from the mm-hmm. other point of view. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, well, we're rivals with the Lakers fans that live in town. Yes. Yeah. And there's also, I mean, this is, I, I'm sure that guy is right. But it, I, me, uh, you know, putting on my rose-colored glasses, it's like, well, of course you're going to say that. We always whoop you. Yeah. You know, it's convenient to say yeah. we're not your rivals isn't it yeah the, the kobe memorial game right perfect example Wall i was like Kobe's. yeah and i was like that's the way to it's the only time i almost felt bad about beating the lakers <laughs> i did it it's, it's what kobe would have wanted that's see exactly and that's that dame that's why dame i don't know i feel like he is such an embodiment of that he's like no i am going to try to beat you yeah. with everything i've got yeah I wonder who he would think their biggest rivals yeah, are. Yeah, I wonder. The well, I don't know because probably like, I'm gonna guess Golden State. Yeah, yeah, because I think like him and Curry are kind of often talked about in the same. Yeah, but like, again, that's I'm sure that's one of those things where Golden State would be like, "You, we don't even think about you." Yeah, you know? after all those times that we limited you, they did exactly. you in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm just trying to think about, I mean, I think Denver, I mean, OKC, mm-hmm. but the problem yeah. is, is the the makeup of the teams changes yeah. so much. Yeah, if, if OKC had stayed the same, that would have been a really fun yeah, I rivalry. Think that, well, that's a great rivalry because it was the, the old Portland-Seattle rivalry. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, anybody comes to Seattle, I automatically hate them. So that'll be, <laughs> that'll yeah. be a fun rivalry when that starts. Yeah, oh, that'll be so I'm awesome. I'm very excited for that. <laughs> 
So I guess I was so the Lakers are playing Boston, but one time I was thinking a good rivalry week would basically be like a mini tournament where the Lakers and Boston just played each other the whole week, and then Jimmy Butler <laughs> just played all the teams that traded him. Yes. Oh, that would be so great. <laughs> Jimmy Butler versus every team he's ever played. Yeah, and also the teams that he just thinks don't like. Yeah. You know? And the yeah. coaches, everyone. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's him. Uh, he'll pick some college. Yeah, be the rest of his team. <laughs> Somebody that he played with in the Drew League. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know if he's. I wonder if he's playing in in. I'm like, like it seems like this summer, like everybody's playing in proams, and I don't know if yeah, it's it just does. that proams like now have social media people covering uh-huh. them, mm-hmm. or if it's actually more um, professional players showing up. Yeah, I turned on a game, I don't know, a week or two ago, something like that. I had never done that before in my life, you know? Maybe I don't I didn't even know you could watch them, to be honest. I thought you had to be there. Yeah. I thought so too. I thought so too. Yeah, I mean they'll they'll try to make a buck off anything, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we will watch pretty much any basketball. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I've heard any of Dame playing in any of, of them. No, I don't Fine think with I... me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. On vacation mode. Yeah. From what I hear, though, he is ready to go. Like, if the season started tomorrow, he would be ready. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait. It's going to be so good. Uh, It's going to be amazing. Yeah. I can't wait to watch him play again. Yeah. I mean, that's what the people who did the schedule, like, completely left forgot. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Also, I feel like a lot of the trades we did in this offseason – like the team is gonna be fun to watch. Like there's so much energy yeah. on the team Got that, that I dog think. In them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's, it's yeah. I think it'll be. I what I'm hoping for. My biggest hope for this season is not about the wins and losses. It's just about fun basketball to watch and yes. yep. and different basketball to watch because yeah, like. Kaylee, all you've ever seen, well, you saw, there was chaos. There was the chaos of last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then Damian Lillard, as magnificent as he is, you know, it's a pretty structured, I don't want to say predictable, because who's predicting logo shots? But, like, yeah. you know what he's going to do. Like, you mm-hmm. know what it's going to look like. You know what their defense is going to look like. You know what their offense is going to look like. It's going to be give it to Damian Lillard or give it to CJ and go. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I, I really think there's going to, I hope there's going to be like whole new things that we've never seen before. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's why I'm, I, I'm so excited about Jeremy Grant. Yeah. And I feel like, I feel like uh, he's kind of gotten lost a little bit in the shuffle almost, you know, maybe because it was pretty telegraphed too, but, um, but yeah, like who was the last forward like that? that was even even close to like that style of player that Dame played with you know mm-hmm. I don't even mm-hmm. like <laughs> I'm trying to think Mo Harkless is not that guy you know I love Mo Harkless but he's not that guy uh Derek Jones Jr. could dunk but <laughs> but you know I you have to yeah. go way back to get to a guy even close to that so like Gary, was, Gary Trent Jr. was Trent just Jr. as just as fashionable. Just as fashionable. That's yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. And that's something else we're getting back with him. We got, I am, we got the I'm cool. so excited for the Olympics. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. you know, got another one of those guys. It's just cool. Yeah. 
Well, I, I think him and Justice Winslow are going to serve some looks this season. Yeah, I'm really and Justice's baby. Yeah, his fat little oh baby. Gosh, <laughs> Justice's baby is just, oh, oh my gosh. It's, it's like the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. Yeah, he he's a doll. Well, um, like, last, again, last year at this time, I was trying to find interesting things about the new players. And mm-hmm. one of the things that was not interesting about them was their fashion. Um, yeah, and, yeah. So that's why, like, last year, um, Cassidy and I had the Most Improved Fit Award to award. <laughs> we wanted to award Most Improved Fit. And, like, I did not know it was going to be just, like, so abysmal, like, such a low starting oh, point. Yeah. Um, but we I, we ended up giving it to Yusuf, Nur- Yusuf Nurkic won. We did a poll. Okay. And, yeah. Um, yeah, he had, some, he had some nice ones. Or did, yeah, I think it was Yusuf Nurkic won. Um, it's, you know, like, we tried to give it to Anthony. We tried uh-huh. really hard, mm-hmm. but he went from wearing like monocolored sweatsuits to monocolored occasionally with like a print, like a. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it was just like I can't, I can't do it, I can't do it. But Jeremy Grant, my God, like he's like like high fashion, like Paris yeah. Fashion Week. Wasn't, yeah, yeah, wasn't he like doing that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. He is probably the coolest blazer we've had in a long time. Next to next to Damian Lillard. Dame, yeah, da- Dame, I think, is the coolest person alive. Yes. I know. <laughs> Just like effortlessly cool. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. The bar against which all of the rest of us are. Right. Yes. Are exactly. Yeah. 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 I feel I feel very similar about Dame Lillard and Dolly Parton. Like to me. Ooh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 I can't. Uh, like, yeah. Like, it's you just very iconic. Whoa. It just doesn't get better. Like, no. They're just at yeah. the top of their game and, yeah. like, will always be at the top of their game. Wow, um, that is an amazing, an amazing tier. I would love to see them have copy together or something. Yeah. yeah. Or, Imagine. Or, or do a collab. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, oh, my gosh. Yeah, you guys missed it, but, like, many, I don't know, it was, like, 2000. 15 16 i think i do a playlist every year for the blazers and oh, the 2015 16 was all dolly and like i nice. still go back and listen to it and it's still like the perfect playlist for the blazers no. that's awesome it starts off with like here you come again um and it's got like um better better take your hands off my potential new boyfriend <laughs> i love every new player and i'm like super protective of them. um yeah heartbreaker just like all, all these songs oh if teardrops were pennies and heartache were gold, <laughs> it's dolly just is perfect um but yes super excited about jeremy grant but to get back to the basketball ask but like i'm probably the best you know power forward that we've really had is like, you know, in the last, you know, however many years is probably LaMarcus, but played nothing yeah. at all like him. Yeah. And then of course, I think maybe a little bit like possibly Batum, at least mm-hmm. in his like ability to shoot and, you know, sort of long, long skinny arms and, yeah. you know, but imagine like a cross between the two of them. Yeah. I'm excited. Cause like, you know, when he was on, he was on Denver for a year or two, mm-hmm. uh, and I remember watching that, watching him in the playoffs. He was like their kind of third, fourth option guy. Yeah. And I was like, oh man, this is like a guy that the Blazers need, you know? And then he kind of blossomed into something else when he went to Detroit, you know? I don't think he, that was, 
I didn't really watch him a whole lot, so I've been trying to watch some highlights every once in a while. Um, but it seems like he kind of got an opportunity to, you know, show out a little bit more and all of that and do, I don't know, there's not really another way he could have gotten that chance, you know? Mm-hmm. And so he, yeah, that's, that's kind of a good comparison of like Batum, LaMarcus, you know, he kind of got to be a little bit of both at different points in his career. Yeah. I'm, re- I'm really, I'm really interested in, and like, he's, he seems to, I think he's kind of a man of few words. Oh really? Um, I've I've tried to like find him like on podcasts or in interviews and stuff, and he did a really good one um, in the bubble with Chris Haynes. Um, oh, and, cool! And uh, he also because uh, it was during the protests, he talked about he's from D- the D.C. area, and he talked about going down and protesting with his family. Really? Um, yeah. During the shutdown, and it just seems like everything that he does, he does with a lot of thought, mm-hmm. such as leaving Denver. Yeah. To go to Detroit to mm-hmm. like, you know, try to be the man in Detroit and see what that was like. And also he yeah. specifically said, you know, he wanted to play for, you know, a team that had black coaches, black leadership. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like that was important to him. And mm-hmm. he just he just seems like strikes me as like really thoughtful and I think will be a really good compliment to Dame. And um and yeah, I'm looking forward to him and all the other guys and like yeah. somebody who dresses well. Yeah, <laughs> if we're gonna lose Ben Macklemore. Oh yeah. yeah, I wonder where he's gonna go. Yeah, I gosh, yeah, I know you've been waiting it's for me. Yeah, time. I have a hard time imagining that he won't be signed yeah. by somebody. Yeah, he's got to be. It must be yeah. that he's just waiting to see, or like everybody's just waiting to see where these big names. Oh yeah, end yeah. Up yeah. Because yeah. some people might be like, well, we don't really need him. Right, mm-hmm. that's true. Because yeah. he's still a good shooter. Every, everybody yeah. needs an extra guy that's a good shooter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm also surprised Melo has not been signed yet. Yeah. I th- I really thought. I mean, that sure, he would... he's getting older, but he's still a valuable contributor. Like, yeah, he was pretty pretty decent. Yeah. For, I mean, they were terrible, but pretty decent <laughs> last season. <laughs> Melo, for the, when he played for the Blazers, he fixed the vibes. Like, oh yeah, in a, yeah. That a, was... a lot of people would disagree who think they really? wrecked the vibes. No, no, that's that season was gonna get ugly quick. I think. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think having that story of him, you know, going unsigned and then the Blazers bringing him back and him, you know, mm-hmm. being kind of humbled by that experience, I, that was really interesting to me. And yeah. that's I think kind of what roped me in even more during that time. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I mean. I can see what people don't like about that kind of little era there. Um, but uh, I don't know, you know, maybe he took some shots away or minutes away from a couple other guys, mm-hmm. but like that season was going to get pretty rough, pretty fast. It was already getting there, you know, <laughs> and then it really, and then honestly they lucked out by not lucked out, but whatever, by having the season uh, cut short and in the bubble, because they weren't yeah. going to, they weren't going to make any noise really. And then they kind of got lucky by, you know, when the bubble playoffs. The, the bubble was fun. Yeah, that actually was really fun. Yeah. Yeah, that what a time. <laughs> yeah. Just to like to go back and remember that is just, wow. I haven't read Ben Golliver's book, but I'm going to. Me neither. I'm excited to pick that up. Yeah. Because that was such a, I just wanted to watch basketball so bad. I would put basketball highlights on on the TV and just leave them going all day long, you know? I mean, you still do that, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. 
<laughs> not like that. <laughs> we needed that though. We yeah, I, totally. We, we really did. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's see. What we we were talking about the the NBA schedule or the Blazers schedule mm-hmm. in general. Okay, well, something else came out, um, sort of related, um, and that is that not really related to schedule, but anyway. Blazers Broadcasting are not sending people to cover away games is the latest around town. And I can see both of you just like clenching your jaws, <laughs> <laughs> which is what I do every time I think about yeah. it. Yeah. I've been so angry, like just very angry because I, again, like I'm invested in the people. The broadcast team is amazing. Every single person like works so hard and to have, you know, that resource taken from them like because that like builds such a bond between them and the team being on the road together Mm -hmm. and like they're gonna broadcast from watching a tiny little monitor it's yeah i don't i really hope tomorrow in that interview that um that uh what's his name Dwayne. yeah yeah i really hope that they decide not to go with that he already seems like he's started to walk that back because he said oh nothing's final yet and i was like well that's not what the uh, yeah <laughs> that's not what uh, weird <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. So, oh go ahead eric oh oh well, i was i mean just like with all that i was thinking you know about like there's been like a bunch of you know eras of like the broadcasters and the different on-air talent and stuff you know but the thing that's pretty much always really cool about it is that even if it's just little tiny snippets, you know, you, you hear things just kind of that, you know, Oh, this broadcaster just kind of like has a feel for the team. And you might hear like a thing about, you know, who is friends with who on the plane, you know, Mm -hmm. and just like those little stories that are kind of so fun to, to get a glimpse into in the season, especially when you get into kind of like, the doldrums of the season, you know, you're in February or whatever, you know, and it's fun that you kind of have these announcers that really get to feel like they're part of the team and to make you feel like you're part of the team because they're part of the team, you know, and that was like as much fun as the bubble and all of those things were, that was like the hard part of it was it, you know, not only are the players playing extra distance away, the broadcasters are a distance away and then, I'm a distance away at home, you know, and it just, it can be really fun too, but it's like, you kind of miss that, or at least I miss that whole, you know, the human element of like, oh, we kind of are all fans of the same thing. And, and when the broadcaster is a fan, Mm -hmm. that's really fun. You know, it's like why wheels is so, so much fun as a radio announcer and all this stuff, you know, that you get to kind of all feel like you're doing the same thing at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, it just seems so alienating. And what I find is really infuriating about it is it just came right off this whole, like, oh, we're all so together. Like the So there was a press conference mm-hmm. with uh, Haskins and Cronin. And, like, they talked. And I was, I, I get so mad at myself for getting caught up in, like, all of their stories. I'm trying to, even with the new leadership, I'm trying to, like, be like, okay, am I... Am I just like falling for it? <laughs> like, I know, me too. Years, me too. You know, so I was like, oh, okay, that's so great the way that they're like coming together and they're trying to make the, you know, two sides. And so, like, I'm trying to figure out, like, why would they think that this was a good reason? And, like, I'm trying to, like, give them a little bit of, like, okay, well, 
perhaps, although I highly doubt this, perhaps this is what the broadcasters wanted. And they were like, like, we're, we don't think COVID is over and we think it would be safer if we stayed home for the first half of the, like, mm-hmm. I have a hard time thinking that, like, that's what would have happened. Yeah. I have a conspiracy theory, though. Guess what? Ooh, <laughs> tell us. Okay. So, you know how the uh, press has been banned from the locker rooms yeah. um, during COVID, and there's been some talk about ma- maybe they will be reinstituting it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, that was something that people were very upset about, that, you know, we no longer have locker room access. And so I think they were like, oh, <laughs> um, how about we, um, we like, you know, not even travel with the team anymore. And then everybody mm-hmm. like gets all upset about it and they go, okay, you can travel oh. with the team, but we're still not going to give you locker room access. That's interesting. Yeah. Total conspiracy theory yeah. based yeah. on only my own devious mind. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love it. I love it. We need more of that. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> but like, okay, so maybe we're like, okay, well, maybe we will give this up if we mm-hmm. can have that back. Right. Mm-hmm. Which would just be like, like, I don't know what the word I am looking for, but just like very poor negotiating. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very obvious and like heavy handed or just like clumsy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm holding off on total condemnation of the new leadership until the uh, interview tomorrow. <laughs> mm-hmm. I really want to see how they handle the situation because clearly most people are upset with this. And also like, on the Blazers balcony, they ha- they were talking about it. That's as, what really like they had no me. idea the day before. They were talking announced. about well, it'll be nice to have this many days at home and yeah, stuff. Like, yeah, what? yeah. The yeah, the lack of communication that seems like a very Olshe era situation, and to have that kind of show up again is mm-hmm. very disturbing. Yeah, yeah, I keep I I it sounds like I'm like you and that like I I keep trying to not get, you know, suckered into <laughs> thinking something cuz like it feels like most of the time I'm like, you know, well, you know, maybe Robert Covington will be the answer. <laughs> <laughs> maybe Anthony Tolliver is like totally what we needed to just round right. out. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm I'm yeah. trying to I'm trying to change my ways, you know. Okay. You know, Billups and Cronin played high school basketball together. Cool. I don't know if that means anything. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I kind of like getting wrapped up in the drama of it. You know, Mm -hmm. without, without, you know, being like, it's not actually affecting me as a person. And I'm not overly negative about things. Like I, 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 I can't, I can't do that. Mm -hmm. But (laughs) like, I, I like, I like half the fun of sports is yelling. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, so more reasons to yellow is more more of a good time for me. Yeah, and we're kind of a captive audience. I mean, like, what can we do about it? Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, like, that's you know, there's something I suppose to be said about like, you know, we don't need to be like downright, you know, abusive about it. But it's like, no. you know, it's fine to let them know that like, mm-hmm. yeah, this is a bad choice. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know? this is. In entertainment industry, like yeah, without the fans, you're yeah. you're not in business. Yeah, and Blazer fans love the Blazers. Like, yes. maybe it's the same with every basketball fan base. I don't know, mm-hmm. but Blazer fans really love the Blazers. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll I'll watch just about anything, but the least you can do is kind of 
put that back the other direction yeah. too, you know? And the, the one camera thing. I'm like, this feels <laughs> yeah. like even I feel like high school games get more than one camera on the road. Like yeah. it's just, I don't know. It's yeah. All games are just going to be on a single tripod in the back that the AV student <laughs> is uh, <laughs> around. Oh my gosh. I, I just think about the things that happen in the arena that we only know about because our cameras are trained on them. And yeah. Like, yeah. So like my biggest example, and this is not the perfect example for this argument because it happened at home. But um, I talked to Brooke Olsendam about the the Denver game. No, the OKC game. Mm. The shot mm. for Paul George. My absolute favorite part of that game was when Yusuf Nurkic showed up. Oh, yeah. That gave me chills. It still gives me chills to oh, think yeah. about it. And when she told the story, because I, I interviewed her about, like, the shot. But she mm. talked about Nurkic coming. And she talked about how, like, all the buzz, like, in the tunnel when people were like, is that, is that, is he, and then, like, them getting on, like, and, like, getting the camera on him and, like, having everybody just, like, realizing that he was there, that he had driven from his house so that he could be there by halftime so that he could be there with his team. And, okay, granted, it's, like I said, it's not the perfect, you know, uh, story for this situation because it was at home, but... The, the broadcasters communicating with the cameraman, communicating with the people in the truck and all of them communicating together, allow them in that just split second to bring that story to us. Yeah. 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 No, I think, I think, you know, that's a really good point. Like I, I was listening to your interview with um, Khadija and like talking about when her son met Dave, like that would not have happened. I, I think if Brooke was not there, like, like if there wasn't someone that like was have have like a bird's eye view of the whole situation the whole evening and knew to make that connection between the two like that was a really special moment that wouldn't have happened if our broadcast team mm -hmm. wasn't there so i don't know it's i think it's really important like yeah that's uh, a great point that i hadn't even thought about that one that is an awesome point mm -hmm. okay well are we are we gonna ready to move on? <laughs> we'll see not really, but, not I'll, really. but I'll do it. I'll just keep reminiscing about Yusuf Nurkic. <laughs> that the was arena. the best. It and was so cool. The he, was that? Did he have the West Brick T-shirt on? Uh, oh, ooh, I think he had he? the West Brick T-shirt. He made. I'm sure I think he, he had did. the West Brick T-shirt on, and then he dropped the F bomb in, in the <laughs> And Kevin Calabra was like, "All right, whatever." <laughs> was like, Lamar was standing behind him laughing. Yeah, yeah. that was. Oh. Oh. <sighs> Let's go watch that again. Yeah. yeah. That's the next pitch that's uh, going to show up this season. It's yeah. Be great. That was before my time, so I need to, I need to rewatch that. Because oh. I've seen, I've seen the, obviously the video of the game winner got over and over and over again. But if yeah. you have time, I, so I did like, it's like a 38 minute episode where I talked to like 10 different people about what happened to them that night. So oh, like, cool. I talked to to Brooke. Um, I talked to like just a dude who was home watching. I talked to a guy who was like a Minnesota Timberwolves fan who was watching the game. Um, I talked to Michael Llewellyn, who was the director of communications at the time. Um, I just I talked to a whole bunch of people, and they That's all cool. had a different story about what that night meant to them. But like Brooks oh. was just so good. Yeah, so that's good. really cool. Um, 
Okay, well, a couple more quick things for us to touch on. Um, earlier, we were talking about what we're going to wear, and we talked about the fashion of uh, that Jeremy Grant is going to bring to the team. Um, let's talk about the, what the Blazers are going to wear. Have you oh, all right. seen the leaked PDX carpet jerseys? Yeah. I think they're silly. It's underwhelming. <laughs> I just don't need any more PDX carpet stuff in my life, really, if I'm being honest. <laughs> That's yeah. my biggest thing. Like, I actually, <laughs> I looked at them and I was like, oh, that's not too bad. Like, considering, yeah, sure. like, yeah. how underwhelming, like, all of the NBA. Uh, Uncle Phil, please don't take that wrong. I love <laughs> you and Nike and I want you to buy the team. But <laughs> uniforms have been somewhat cookie cutter uh-huh. or underwhelming. And so all they did, for people who haven't seen them, basically, is they took what I call the roadkill jersey. Um, which is the with the just the big wide sash across mm-hmm. it, and um, they I'm trying to, I want to get the colors right. So they made the jersey black, and then they made the road the roadkill stripe like the colors of the carpet. And you know I don't think it looks terrible, but like you, Eric, like I'm like the PDX carpet was like in our world so long ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was like that would have done well ten years ago. Yeah, they would have sold like hotcakes. Yeah, ten years ago or whatever. Yeah, when Portlandia was on, that's that was the time. Yeah, that was the time. You yeah. know, I just don't, especially since they have so many pretty cool looking vintage jerseys that you mm-hmm. could like pull a million things from. Uh, which you know maybe they're tired of that because I kind of did that last season. That's fine, but I don't know. It just doesn't do anything yeah. for me. Yeah, it's kind of like. What are you gonna do? Make a voodoo donut one next? Like, <laughs> right? Yeah. I wonder yeah. what they could do. Because like, if they want to get out of just doing like a vintage thing, mm-hmm. I guess they did that with the Oregon one. Yeah. That was, that yeah. was different. Oh, did you guys was... like that one? It was okay. Yeah. I mean, I I I, I, I like I, I like the concept. Um, I like that they went for it. More, you know I liked I mean? it more than the execution, but it's it was I I appreciated what they were trying to do. Yeah, I I I, I can appreciate that they went with like Oregon. You know, oh, as yeah. a whole, I think that was cool. That was cool. I don't really care for brown. It seemed kind of weird, but <laughs> uh, but I like I like the idea. You know. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I I thought that I thought that one was pretty cool. I actually I actually pretty like that one. Um, so I, went I have back. one, but it was. Oh, do you? <laughs> yeah, I have one. <laughs> Whose jersey is it? Is it uh, Lillard? Yeah. Yeah. Um, he he was hoping to get a Mario Hazonia one, but they were sold out. They were sold out. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> Who bought them all? Me. <laughs> you bought them all. <laughs> or were they ever even made? Were they ever even made? I mean, the difference between sold out and never produced is so so slim. <laughs> they have like very few in the fan shop because, of course, I went. When yeah. I, went to, I, I bought an Aminu jersey because, like, you guys might. Oh, nice. This, but Aminu was like my absolute one of my absolute favorites. Um, but like, I had to like have them make it because they didn't. I was like, "Where's your Aminu jersey?" Really? And they're like, "Oh yeah, they didn't have one." We don't carry Aminu in the shop. Oh. <laughs> really? That's pretty surprising, actually, because he was he was he was important. But yeah, huh. well, not as important as I thought he was. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I actually went back to try to figure out because I couldn't even remember what happened in 2015. Um, so, oh, by the way, 2015 is when they announced that they were removing the PDX carpet. Huh. Um, 2015, like, I think one of my kids was still in high school because he graduated in 2016. It's like, what was that, like seven years ago? Okay, so here are some things that happened in 2015. The banana boat photo was taken. Oh, yeah. 
So I don't know if you're familiar with that one. We can make Bailey. something up for Kaylee. Yeah. <laughs> so the banana boat photo was a famous photo of LeBron, D. Wade, and Chris Paul all on a banana boat with Gabriel Gabrielle Union, like just like partying on a banana boat, like on a boat shaped like a banana, and it like was like the like all that's all anybody talked about. Also, so <laughs> oh, that's how yeah, long yeah. ago. That is how long ago yeah. this yeah. was a thing. So yeah. it was also the year of the banana boat. Um, it was the year that Hamilton came out. Really? Wow. I thought it was like yeah. 20 years ago. Right, point. yeah, yeah. Um, that's when the Gilmore Girls reboot was announced. Oh, yeah. Really? Wow. <laughs> that's how long ago wow. this was. Um, yeah. It was the year of uh, what color is this dress? Do you remember that? Whoa. Whoa. Really? That seemed like that was so long ago. Whoa. Oh my gosh. I mean, it was blue, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who, who, I don't believe anyone that says they saw white and gold on the first dress. I don't believe it. Oh, they should. They should. They should make the, the jerseys in those colors. If they're going to go back to 2015, they might as well. Yeah. 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 And then everyone do, will just argue about the jersey colors. Let's do some kind of weird 2015 nostalgia for every team jersey. <laughs> <laughs> the before times. Yeah, so if you guys come up with a good idea of what they could do instead. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was even before Trump was elected. So, like, that was really the before times. <laughs> that really was the before the, times. The last normal year. I Ooh. was at a game with a friend of mine on election night in 2016. Oh, really? And I remember that, like, all of a sudden, at, like, 8 o'clock, the energy in the arena just crashed Ooh, and you could just yeah. tell everybody was looking at their phones <laughs> oh yeah my God. And, yeah. I, and i remember looking at my friend and i was like what are we gonna do like yeah. it was just like what like i was like are we gonna go out and there's gonna be riots outside like yeah because we're just all like uh -huh. the world is on fire now it was mm -hmm. so weird it was like Whoa. it was very very strange very wow really yeah that's crazy this is wild um, okay, one last little tidbit of information, and this is a shout out to my co-host Cassidy. I can't wait to have her back. Yeah. Um, she has been um, doing the hard work of trying to elevate Jabari Walker, Shaden Sharp, and Travis Demers to get a blue check mark by their name because yes. they have not been verified. But congratulations, Jabari Walker! Yeah. Woo! So, you know, I don't think, you know, Cassidy would take all the credit, but I'm going to give it to her anyway. She no, no, she should. She made that happen. <laughs> she made that. She manifested that with yeah. all of her hard work. Yeah. Um, but Shaden is not yet. So do you yeah. guys think oh, there's going to be any tension between Jabari and Shaden? Yeah. Yeah. See, I'm wondering, I'm wondering how that's going to go because it was supposed to be, Summer League was supposed to be Shaden's big debut. Yep. And then, you know, Jabari. Just that one jumper. Yeah. Living infamy. Jabari yeah. came in and just kind of like, you know, took over the whole summer league. And that was just amazing. Um, and now Twitter knows who he is. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I think, you know, I think Portland especially really roots for underdogs. Oh, yeah. So I think Jabari's story is something that, you know, everyone is, you know, that, that type of narrative is something that everyone really likes. Yeah. Um, I can't wait to watch that guy. Yeah, me too. So, but I'm also really, you know, Shaden, like he's, you said you were watching highlights of him, but that was, yeah, that never was from watched highlights high school. Until like 
today. Yeah. And so I, I have no idea. I mean, I've heard great things, but I have no way of knowing what that's going to be like. Yeah. That guy can jump out of the gym. It looks like. Really? Cool. I, I remember that one shot at Summer League, the one that he made. I was like, oh, Satan's going to be one of those guys that takes like the most difficult shots and makes them. Yeah. 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 Travis like Outlaw. mellow. Right? Like, yeah, like yeah. Mellow. Oh, God. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm excited to watch him. Everything. What was that quote that he he had about like being oh, like yeah. the best player ever? Yeah. He was like, Yeah, I see myself as being one of the best of all time. Something like that. <laughs> he was like, First, I'll have to look it up because it was a really fantastic random quote. Yeah. It was amazing. I was like, We need that attitude. Like, we need a little, a little spiciness. Well, so. Some some call it conspiracy theory mind, and some call it just like disaster scenario. Mm. Um, but what I worry about is that you know, so Shaden, mystery man, comes in high draft pick, and then not long after he came in, Dame was like, "Well, yeah, that's great. Now he needs to show us what to do." And then mm. he unfortunately wasn't able to show what he was able to do at summer league, and then Dame has this camp where he goes on and on and on about humility and what people have to prove. And oh, yeah. Shaden, I'm sure, has a much better, like, um, self-esteem than I do. <laughs> but I would have been like, oh, my God, is he talking about me? And oh, I'm sure right. That, I'm sure that he wasn't. And Cassidy also assures me. She sent me numerous texts telling me not to worry about it. Um, but I just am like, oh, I hope. I hope that we're in a situation where Shaden feels supported and, you know, like he's going to grow and he's going to be his own person. Jabari feels supported, like he's going to be his own person and nobody's egos about who they should have been because of their high draft pick or like, you know, I just, you get what I'm saying? I'm just like, it, it oh, has yeah. the potential to kind of be messy. And yeah. on, on other teams that I have less confidence in, I might be more worried about it because it's the Blazers. Yeah. I don't think I am, but we also have a new coach, so I don't mm -hmm. know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I do feel like under Dane's leadership, like a lot of strong personalities kind of fall in line because everyone respects him so much, especially like a young guy like Shaden. I feel like, I feel like that's why the Blazers in general has had relatively good vibes of like over the past mm -hmm. few years. So, and I, and I also, uh, I wonder if like Ant will kind of be that guy to also, mm -hmm. you know, just like be, be a, I don't know what the word is because he's so young too, but yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe not a mentor since they're so similar in age, even though Ant's been a man be a while, but you know, Ant came in when he was 18, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, and it took a few years, you know, for him to kind of find his footing a little bit. But he's going to be a great player in the NBA. And maybe, and it seems like Ant's a pretty, pretty reserved, mm -hmm. you know, calm, cool, collected guy. Um, I don't know. He, he, he kind of maybe paved that way a little bit of like finding your path in the NBA at a young age. That's, that's what I'm hoping anyway, you know, is that is that he's kind of that example of that, I guess. Yeah, I do think, you know, at least in the time that I've been a fan, like we haven't really had any spicy rookies. No, so really we hasn't. haven't had like a lot of young guys with attitude. Like they've yeah. all been pretty. Gary you know, Trent is like as close as it yeah, got. Yeah, but in the he, last few he years. was, he's a quiet guy. So. Quiet guy. So, 
except for you know yelling bang bang on the court. Bang bang. <laughs> yeah. Okay, those are all excellent points, and I feel a little bit better. You know, like I said, to me, I just go to like the worst possible scenario, and I just think about like the potential for messiness. But I think you're right. One of the interesting things about Anthony is he was also a mystery man. Yeah, right. He time. didn't. He he didn't play, and and he embraced what he didn't know under Damien. And mm-hmm. um, you know, maybe he can be like kind of a, a peer mentor, like Damien can be like the elder statesman and. Uh, you know, <laughs> Anthony can like assure, you know, Shaden and Jabari, you know, that like if you listen to Damien and you pay attention to Damien and what he's saying, you are setting yourself up to a really great path to success. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It does seem interesting to me that like it seems like Shaden and Jabari, you know, partially for like obvious reasons, Jabari was the next to last pick, you know, they have, um, like almost opposite um, uh, expectations or yeah. something, you know? Because, right, Jabari was like, you know, nothing wrong with being a role player. You yeah. can be a great role player, you yeah. know? And that's, I mean, that's a pretty unique, at least it seems to me, pretty unique perspective to have. Not a lot of guys are like, this is my rookie year, and I, uh, you know, if this is what I end up being, that would be okay. That yeah. seems pretty rare. Um, and I, I had to pull up this Shady Sharp quote that you've probably already heard but um i just loved it so much (laughs) i see myself being one of the greatest players to ever play the game of basketball just getting after it and competing one of my goals is to win rookie of the year and also all-star and later on hall of fame check 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 like a kid in the candy store he's like what do i want i want all these awards i love it and and then we got the other guy that's like i'm a role player great yeah (laughs) I think that's also, you know, because Jabari, his dad was uh-huh. in the NBA and he did have kind of that role player mm-hmm. role. So I think, yeah, I don't know about Shaden's background, but <laughs> I yeah. imagine it's not that. Kayla, you made an excellent point too about like just having a, a spicy rookie, um, you know, who, who's willing to be that. And the, the other thing that I've noticed is difference different between them is um, just like Jabari by nature super comfortable with a microphone like he mm-hmm. wants to be a broadcaster like so i've, I've been listening, really i've listened to a lot of podcasts that he's been on he's an outstanding interview even when he uh-huh. was very was younger even when he was like i listened to one i think right after his freshman year of college just he had a fantastic interviewer as well but fantastic interviewer and he like wants to be a broadcaster like he wants he wants to do this so he's very good at it very very natural to him and i think shaden is just super young and just like not at all used to having a microphone in front of his face which takes us back to that whole thing about having the broadcast team not going on the games exactly those guys learn how to do that yeah well and also like it's different for the young guys to actually talk to people that you have a relationship with versus, you oh, know, yeah. the other yeah. team folks. Like, it's just not going to happen that way. Like, yeah, I feel like the relationship is really important in those first years. Yeah. I think, look at how much Anthony has opened up. I mean, oh, yeah. he's, he's still not, like, open. Sure. <laughs> yeah. He's more comfortable. And, like, oh, think yeah. about how long it took, like, Amara and Brooke to get him to a point where he could, like, talk to a camera without, like, you know just being like a deer in the headlights yeah mm-hmm. yeah so yeah come on blazers yeah yeah get, get your crap together it. we are you know 
you got to beat the uh, the Blazers broadcasting has to beat the video of when they're talking right after they won the summer league championship. You know, the FaceTime video. <laughs> that was so awesome. I loved that FaceTime video when Tre- so when Trendon Watford. So he calls Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard's in the pool yeah. uh, with his wife. And um, like, I was just like, oh my God, like, what if she didn't feel like being on camera that day yeah. and yeah. Trendon yeah. like gets in trouble uh-huh. for like putting her on when she didn't feel like being on camera that day. And mm-hmm. oh my God. I, but I was so worried for Trendon for like 20 minutes. I was like, texting oh. Her. Oh. like oh my God, should I be But also like Dame, <laughs> oh my gosh, Dame's reaction. He's like, I can't have you on here. And he like pushes her away. And it's funny. Oh man. But it was funny though, because so many people were commenting on it. Obviously people that don't follow Dame very much that didn't know it was his wife. So a lot of people were like, is that like a girlfriend he's not supposed to have? Oh. And <laughs> But really, he was just like, no, this is serious. I gotta, I gotta talk to these guys. <laughs> and then it just pans to Ant, and he's just like, what's up? <laughs> and Anthony's just like, what's going on? Yeah. Uh, but De- Dame's genuine, like, you won? Like, <laughs> yeah, isn't that, wasn't that awesome? <laughs> and trying to be like, yeah, yeah, we won. He was like, the whole thing? <laughs> yep. yeah. See, we're starting with the right vibes already. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Okay, we brought it back to a happier place. <laughs> the Blazers, the Blazers are going to win the championship. It's true. That is true. I'm wondering if we need. Do we need to add the Blazers are going to win the NBA Finals championship? Yeah, because yeah. Because so maybe winning summer league now. Yeah, we we, we manifested <laughs> the summer league. Now we need to. Yeah, maybe we need to make it longer. Acronym. Oh, we accidentally made that one happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. more powerful. This, I see. Yeah, the universe game. just responded to the soonest championship that we had. Yeah. yeah. They're like, so. here you go. So <laughs> we, maybe we don't need to change anything because we'll just keep it up. And they'll be yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Championship. Yeah, there you go. Or the I just glad add an A at the end. Again. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Another. Yeah. That's <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah, it's the DJ Callen championship. Another one. <laughs> Well, I want to thank you two for joining me today. This has been super duper fun. It's been great to get to know you and uh, talk Blazers with you. Would you like to share how people can find you on social? Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I am at Proto Plutonian. It's spelled exactly how it sounds um, across platforms. And that's also my website um, is protoplutonian.com. Yeah, go go buy some stickers from Kaylee and pins and other stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah. my website's down until the 31st, but... <laughs> After the 31st, yes. go do that. Yes. <laughs> um, you can follow me too if you want, but that's less important than... <laughs> you have takes and you're funny too. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. It, it's shoot... It's, suppo- it's so silly. It's supposed to sound like shoot some hoops, but it's S-H-O-O-Z-U-M. O-O-P-S. Yeah. I did not know what that was for. That was very clever. <laughs> and that was that was her idea. Well, yeah, because we were driving in the car. He's like, you want to go shoot some hoops? And I was like, what did you just say? And I was like, it, it sounded like there was a Z in there. And yeah, I feel like it was the next day. It was his username. So you just can't stop creating. You're just like a natural creator. Exactly. <laughs> yep. <laughs> can't stop creating so yes i endorse after the 31st go buy all the merchandise sell you out um so that and then you can go back to school and do school and then um when you need to distract yourself then you can make more amazing stickers um you can find me on twitter at tcb big so you can find we have a take at we have a take and you can find us wherever you get your podcast
Thank you, Kaylee. Thank you, Eric. It's been a blast, and we will talk see here. Anyway, go Blazers. <laughs> go Blazers. Go Blazers.